0: I got a billion mindset, steady at the flow, never my letting What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show into your into the mind. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson. And yo, know, today I'm excited. We are about to be interviewing one of my favorite people. This guy just he came through, he was over at the house a couple of weeks ago. And when he showed up, I'm telling you, like. The energy in the space changed drastically. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning like, yo, what is this? I'm like, yo, I'm feeling (laughs) this guy's energy right now. Like the house was focused, Um, you know, so I'm excited for today's episode. We're going to be diving deep into the story of this gentleman. He had a crazy transformation. He's entered into the real estate space, into the entrepreneurial space, and he's done it with a laser-like focus the business that he's building right now the team he's putting together i see them taking over just like his entire market over there in texas and i just see him going nationwide and really doing some amazing 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 things um i think he's a low-key beast right like i think like <laughs> his social media presence like should be way larger than it currently is you know but he's building in the background right like real g's move in silence like this is the epitome of that he's moving in silence so today in this episode We're going to be learning about his past. We're going to be diving into his origin story. We're going to be talking about the transformation that he's experienced. We're going to be talking about how he protects his energy, what his business looks like today, what his business hopefully will look like in the future, and the things that he does to cultivate discipline. So everybody, allow me to welcome you to Alejandro Alvarez. Yo, Alejandro, welcome to the show, bro.
1: Yo, thank you so much for having me, brother. And that introduction, wow. Wow, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's amazing. I'm
0: glad to have you here, man. Like, you were becoming increasingly more and more one of my favorite people. You know, I was fortunate enough that my roommate introduced me to you. He was like, Bro, you following this guy on IG? And I remembered, like, the first night I went on your IG, I was like, Yo, this dude is (laughs) hella cool. I'm like, Yo, he only has like 700 followers. Like, your posts are aesthetic. Like, it was just like one of the coolest IGs. I was like, Yeah, I need to reach out and talk to this guy. I remember we hopped on a phone call, we hopped on a FaceTime, that FaceTime yeah, call
1: yeah, yeah. Was
0: almost like two hours, I think,
1: you know? Just, yeah, that was a pretty long community. conversation, yeah.
0: Bro, it was a really good conversation, man. So I'm excited to be able to share you with the audience today, you know, and what I want to do is I want to actually dive into your origin story, bro, because you have a pretty interesting past, you know, you, you came to this country later on in life, you know, so you weren't a native-born uh, U.S. citizen you know, I want to talk about like where you came from, just like kind of where you grew up from and the difference that
1: you experienced when you came to this country. Wow. Perfect. Yeah. So I was born in Dominican Republic. Uh, my family, they're Dominicans. That's a Latin cult, Latin um, culture. Um, but I grew up in St. Martin. St. Martin is a what they call it Saint Martin or Saint Martin depending on whether you're in a French or Dutch side um but that's where i grew up most of my life um to french or dutch island in the caribbean and um yeah i mean that's that's where my mom moved to um i think when i was one maybe even a little bit earlier um i do remember a lot of stuff man when i was like like younger than 5 years old i remember a lot of those but i grew up there uh Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful amazing island. Everyone was so kind. Um, everyone's just peaceful. I mean, you're around the beach, the ocean, the views, the breeze, the palm trees. It's just always just quiet. Um, the island is so small, you can literally get to the other side. Um, I want to say maybe because it's a two-way street all around, there's no such thing as highways over there. Um, I think you'll get there in less than 30 minutes on the other side of the island. But if there were highways, you'll literally get there like maybe fifteen minutes. Like that's how small it is. But it's so beautiful, and there's so many um, scenery that it makes it feel like it's a big island when really it's not. You can get like on the hill, um, and you can literally see the other side of the island on both ways. Like it's amazing, bro. Um, yeah, but that's that's pretty much where I grew up. And then in two thousand and I say. 2014? No, it was not. No, it was way earlier than that. It's 2007 or something like that. I moved to Puerto Rico, San Juan, and from Puerto Rico, that's where I made it to Georgia, and from Georgia, I made it to Texas. So here I am, and I I still travel a lot. So when people ask me where are you from, it's a really difficult um, question to answer because, like, well, I've been all over the place. You know, I've experienced multiple different cultures, you know, different environments. So I have a heart of like, you know, multiple different places.
0: You know, it's interesting, right? Because, you know, you're someone that in my mind and in my eyes, you're a very successful individual because you're actively continuously working towards your goals and you're constantly making progress. And you're one of the people that like inside this country, this land of opportunity, you truly take advantage of it. And I find that the individuals that have experience living outside of the country see the opportunity here more so than some of the natural borns. Um, You know, so when you Mm. were coming up, right, and you were on like St. Martin and you were in Puerto Rico, you know, essentially what was the standard of living like when you were out that way?
1: Well, compared to the to the US, I mean, it didn't click how different or how much, uh, how, how much opportunities I have um, until I started, you know, living on my own. And I was like around 17 years old. But uh, growing up in St. Martin, I mean, honestly, I've never really thought about, you know, rich, poor or anything like that. It was just a peaceful island all around. Um, however, yeah, they are nicer homes. You know, I just thought there was just honestly, I thought like people with nice houses in St. Martin, I thought they were like all pilots. Because, like, anytime I see um, um, someone uh, land at the airport, they always head to, the, like, the nicer home. So I'm like, oh, this got to be, like, a pilot house or, or something like that. So, But here in the U.S., it's completely different. Like, you can feel and you can see, like, the difference in, like, the environment and, you know, the, the the like, you can just tell, like, people make a lot less money than this neighborhood. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. instant. Over there it was just different. Yeah,
0: it's so interesting, right? It's crazy, like, you do see, like, there's a pretty big, um, like, wealth divide, right, in different places. So, you know, while you're out there, you bounced around. And I remember you and I were talking about this, like, when you came to this country, there were some different concepts that you learned out here, right? You know, it's, like, just even from a standpoint of, like, people, you know, like, where back on the islands, you know, it's pretty much, like, almost a sense of, like, hey, we're all one people. You know, and then yeah. they're recognizing that you know, the individuals here, it wasn't, you know, there were many things that divided us as much as things that brought us together. We also, you know, learned that people would just start to naturally divide social economics, you know, race, things of that nature. Can you speak on that yeah. for a second? Cause I thought I was like, your perspective was really interesting to
1: me. Um, big time. Yeah. 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 Thank you for reminding me that. Um, so yeah, like in St. Martin and Dominican Republic, I mean, you know, just going back and forth with those two islands Everyone just felt like all like, like just one, like we were just one family because the funny thing is in Dominican Republic, it's a mix of different races. Yep. So you'll see like a blonde guy with blue eyes and he's Dominican because he's born raised there. And then you'll see, you know, dark um, African, and he's Dominican, you know, same language, same motives of like of life as far as like, you know, how we live and how we approach things over there everything was just very similar. So I've never thought, you know, because he's lighter skin tone, he's better. It was just all one family. And same thing with St. Martin. I've never felt that type of vibe because you have people coming in from France. You have people coming in from uh, um, United Kingdoms or Africa or Jamaica. And we were just all vibing, bro. You know, the Caribbean vibes, just all vibing, um, fishing together. It was all different. Um, But when I came to America... I think I I started in the seventh grade. I mean, the first thing I was they were teaching me is like um, slavery and stuff like that. I'm like, man, what is this? And that immediately started making me feel like uh, a less of a person, you know, than those other people like you know teaching the classroom and all that. Like, yeah, you know, Africans were you know being enslaved, and and I can tell like the energy was just different. Like everyone didn't feel like all at one like one piece. Like you can tell like. You know, the, the whites will move together and then the Africans will move this way. And I'm here in the middle, like, what is this? What are, what are we doing? Like, well, are just humans, right? Like, I don't understand the, the separation. Like, I just never understood it. And, you know, since then, bro, I've always been out of that, man. Like, anything that comes up with, like, racism and all that, like, I've never had, like, a say-so. I'm like, hey, man, you have your opinion. You have your opinion if you want to be friends and you have good intentions of, you know, being around me and all that stuff, let's all be friends. I don't care where you're from or, you know, who you are. So that's kind of that. Yeah. That's the, you, you definitely feel that immediately. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, I thought it was like
0: interesting, right. Because, you know, the reason I, I bring it up too, and like the reason I wanted to speak on it for a second is because I found mm-hmm. that you have this ability to connect with people and you have this ability to bridge gaps, right. Through communication, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emails, through just energy. And I find that the individuals that have been able to enter into what I call like multiple worlds, right? Like you lived in Mm -hmm. one world, you lived in one country, you lived in one culture, one way of being. And then you enter into another one that's so drastically different. You gain this almost like superpower ability to be able to gain like a a third eye perspective, right? A third person perspective on situations. And Mm -hmm. that's something that really like it acts as a superpower to allow you to grow right? It allows you to transform. it allows you to change situations, it allows you to choose your environment in major, major ways, and I just always thought that was, you know, very unique about you, and when we first spoke, like, I mean, that first time you were telling me about that, I was like, wow, like, you know, at such a young age, because I had a very similar experience when I went to a, you know, Catholic school, where I stepped into the building, and I was the only black kid in the room, and I was like, whoa, like, something's different, and it's me, I began to be of multiple cultures and that people live different ways Mm -hmm. and being able to see that like, Hey, that's surface level. But when we get a little bit deeper, we are very similar. We're at the same at the core. If we're able to get
1: deep enough to figure that out. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think, you know, uh, something I mentioned last time is that it made it easier for me, you know, especially being in a sales background, it made it easier for me to approach anyone without judgment. You know, it was just so much easier. I just saw you as a, human you know a potential friend and i'm going to go have a conversation with you whether you know white dark whatever color you are or however you look i'm going to have a conversation with you because i was around that culture everyone was just one so i never approached someone with you know prejudging them you know yeah it just never felt right
0: no i agree with you so let's actually like speed up now and go into i want to like bring us to you know a couple points like in your life right because essentially that was like Mm -hmm. the childhood you know you you traveled around you came to this Mm -hmm. country you got experience to like oh dang like americans still talk like they talk about people in their skin color this is kind of whack but you know (laughs) you start to you start to do your own thing and you know at some point in your life you found yourself in a pretty interesting situation right you found yourself you know at a from what i would call like a low point in your life right mm-hmm. you know take me there for a minute like take me to you know where you're at in life where you know you were pretty much because this was like the origin story for as you started to enter into like your self-transformation like you know now people look at you like dang, he's got his stuff together he's got his life together he's like on a roll but before that like what was life like for you where were you at
1: before i entered like the better version of myself yeah Man, just honestly, man, just living life. You know, living life um, wild, crazy. You know, risky. I would say, but not in you know, in illegal ways. Just more like I'm just living my life. You know, I used to drink a lot. I used to go out a lot. You know, just like make money and go spend it type of thing. Like I I didn't know there were other other things out there. You know, until obviously I went through that that phase, but. I felt, you know, looking back at it, that's, that's like perfect, perfect hurdles for someone to go through to completely understand what not to do when they do find their better self, because now you understand what's good, you know, what's right and wrong. And, you know, going through all that stuff back then, like just partying, going crazy, spending money. Oh man. Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah
0: let's talk about that for a second because it's funny actually i was like I, think I told you like right before this i came from church and we were like even talking about this like everything has yeah. a cost right so you're in a place in life where you're letting the party go you were learning how to earn money like at a young age you're earning some pretty good money because you were you got you found yourself getting into sales and you found that you were actually pretty good at it just because you had this ability <laughs> to connect with people and communicate and yeah. you weren't afraid of approaching strangers right and mm-hmm. so now you're you the life of the party you're a young man making good money and you can go out and you can afford the nice things of life right like but you know what i guess what did you discover right because there are people like literally today like a good friend of mine was saying like she was like yo look but i don't get it like you know the pastor saying like don't go out and don't do this but she's like but i want to enjoy it i want to enjoy my life I want mm. you know so it's like you you lived that like you did the enjoying of the life like what did you
1: find i guess at the end of that that road no more excitement no more excitement it's like back to square one it's like you did all this drinking partying you smiled you laughed um and then at the end of the day you're still at home sitting alone thinking of what to wear that that same night to go drinking like oh man this is really it (laughs) (laughs) that's not it man but honestly i would be what i found there is that um there's just so much more to do in life than just that. And one of the main thing I realized that me personally doing that did not benefit me or, you know, the future of my family or the family behind me, I was just partying and spending money. I could have did something different with my, with the money I've earned through sales um, to help impact the, my family's life. And I didn't, I just spent it and wasted, it and just, you know, clubs and all that crazy stuff. But yeah. Nice cars too.
0: That was- <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that, and we're because we're we're gonna come back to that because I, I want to circle around to that. Actually, you know what? We're gonna let's talk about that right now for a second, right? Because okay, you did get to experience some of those nicer things, right? And what I love is, dude, this is actually one thing that like that caught me. It's like you have this like appreciation for the finer things, for the nicer things, and you're not consumed by it, like which was like really mm-hmm. really cool for me because a lot of people might from the outside looking in say like, man, like, oh, well, he just cares about this, that, and third, but you're very down to earth. guy. you are very just like when someone's like fortunate enough to meet you and spend some time with you, they realize like, wow, he really just like, he doesn't need all this stuff. However you appreciate it. Which I thought was amazing. And you actually use it as a way of, you know, getting yourself to go out and create, to go out and produce. Right. Right. So, I want to talk about that for a second, right? Like you didn't necessarily give up the things that you enjoy uh, like pursuing and gap capturing. However, you changed the purpose of why you're getting it. Yes. What, what caused that trigger? Like what caused you to be like, you know what? Like I need to, I need to
1: switch. I need to switch it up. Man, honestly, what caused the trigger is just, Um, And I told you before, this is um, where, you know, a certain special person in my life, you know, passed away and he was suffering for um, money, you know, for his medicines to live a little bit longer Mm -hmm. and not a lot of people in my family could have provided that. And if we did, we kind of exhausted that option. And that was just like eye opening to me. I'm like, wow like this like this can really happen because you know you you grew up you see, you know you see your friends you know loved one pass away because of this and because of that but until it like actually happened to you like you don't really know how that feels you just like just observe you know and then like man that's terrible but when it happens to you it's like something just different just hit and like, and maybe it's just me I don't know some people maybe continue doing what they're you know been doing but for me I was like I would never want any of my family members or anyone I love in my life to ever have to go through something like that. And I realized, wow, I'm really, you know, really, I think between my mom and I, we're the only person in an entire family tree that actually makes, you know, legit money, like real, like okay money, like, you know, you live well money. And when I, when, I, when I look back and I'm like, man, if I didn't go to the club, if I didn't buy this car, if I didn't buy this suit, if I didn't buy this, sh- like, nice shoe, I could have actually helped the person in need at that time. But I couldn't because I, I spent it all. <laughs> so that's really that switch, man. That was that, you know, and at the, at the time, it was like, I was like laying in bed when that, when that happened and I just, I got up. It's like almost like a new soul just entered like, yo, wake up, man. I've been trying to tell you this is not what you're supposed to be doing. Wake up. And that's when I woke up and that's when I started um, searching for my better self. Bro, that's powerful. That's powerful because
0: like even like the way you said that, right? Like it's like I've been trying to tell you. It's like there was this voice like there was I think sometimes people think like it's like it totally comes out of like total left field but then when it hits you like when that transformation hits you it's Mm -hmm. crazy it has like a new feeling and yet it's familiar at the same time like this is like an old friend that's been there the whole time like a a new version of you
1: that's been waiting for you to kind of remember it was like yeah remember that i'm here right and at that time man i realized i didn't have i didn't have the the surrounding, you know, the, the, the friends that are doing good things in life, all the friends I had at the time, with, you know, partying, getting drunk, doing stuff that doesn't really benefit their family. Um, so when I when I got that, that, you know, that activation, I had to get alone like I was alone for a really long time, bro. Like I was alone for maybe like a good year. Like the only person I had was my girl at the time and I had to let her go as well because of how serious I was to find my better self. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I told you this, you know, when I was in Arizona, my girl and I at the time, you know, we fell in love because of that person I was back then. And then when I became that better version of myself, um, it was no longer compatible. Like, we no longer understood each other. We were, like, in different, you know, universe. And, you know, it it wasn't, like, a terrible breakup or anything. It was like, hey, geez, like, you're just different now. Yeah, I am. You know, and then that's really what happened. So let's talk about
0: that, right? Because Alejandro, here's what I I see. A lot of people, they want to change, right? And Mm -hmm. although they say they want to change, there's parts of the old version of themselves that they're trying to hold on to that are no longer compatible. In fact, so much, (laughs) uh, my buddy Donovan hit me up today. He says like, yo, I'm going live on Instagram tonight because like, we need to talk about this. Like, we need to let people know that you got to let go of... The, mm-hmm. the older life, right? Like the older life has friends associated to it. It has activities mm-hmm. associated to it that need to be released, you know? So, mm-hmm. but a lot of people, they, there's resistance. Like when you start saying like, Hey, look, I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to give you the new, but you got to let go of the old. That's when they start to clam up. They start to resist, you know, can we speak about that for a second? Because you, you had to let go, man. Like you know, you shared with me a little bit about like your past life and I was like, oh, bro, you really let go of like a lot, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, but like the changing of friends, right? And the, the changing of, you know, what sort of sacrifices, I guess, would people do people have to expect to sacrifice like, if they're going to become a newer version of themselves? In your opinion, man,
1: I'll be honest with you, Marlon. I haven't used the word sacrifice in a long time, Well, I'd say that it feels like a long time, really, maybe in like two years and i got that from andy forcella which of course is the one you know who invented 75 hardy said it's not a sacrifice it's an investment you know yeah. for yourself so yes you do have to make investments you know to find that better version of yourself right because how else like how else do you do you keep that car running you have to invest into an oil change right so how else do you keep bettering yourself you have to invest in yourself. You have to change the surrounding. You have to continue doing maintenance on yourself. So you have to, you know, to get the motor running or keep going. And, you know, I see a lot of uh, people nowadays, like, they just limit their limit themselves. I see it firsthand. And that was one of the toughest things to be around because I'm over here, you know, on my way to finding a better version of myself every day. I'm finding myself a new hero of who I am. Every single day, I'm, I'm finding a better version of myself. And I'm seeing people, wow, okay, cool. i make 10 grand a month. You know, I don't party as much anymore. Cool, that's it for me. But me, I was like, no, there's more out there. There's definitely more out there. Um, so, you know, letting go of your current environment, it's not a sacrifice as an investment for yourself to find that better version because you have to. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to surround yourself with, people who are in higher level that you're trying to achieve. Like, that's a must. Like me being like having conversation with you, Marlon, like you and I, we can go, I think we can go a full day having conversation, having a conversation because we genuinely understand each other. And we genuinely, you know, ride that same wave of of that energy that we look um, and we have very similar desire on finding that better version of herself. So we understand each other every time we have a conversation, but there's certain people in my life that I love. I genuinely love that that's family to me that I can't have these type of conversations. So the conversations are pretty short, not intentionally. It just naturally happens like, wow, like, yeah, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. And, you know, we have to switch it up to something. And when we do, it's something that you don't want to talk about. You as the person that's, you know, find the okay. better version of yourself.
0: <laughs> uh, I, listen, <laughs> so, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, I like, I love the word investment too. I like because if someone really breaks down an investment, right, we understand an investment has a cost, right? There's an upfront yes. cost. However, there's a return on the back end that is much larger. And most mm-hmm. times, investments take a bit of time for mm-hmm. you to recoup the initial seed capital. And then after that, it's a surplus, it's a surplus, it's a surplus. So if I looked at it as a chart, my investment chart might dip in the beginning because I had to you know, let go of something, I had to put something in, right? I had to let go of what was over here. So it dips, but then it starts to rebuild and rise and rise. And at some point it surpasses where it originally started and it continues mm-hmm. to go. So, mm-hmm. I mean, calling it an investment is phenomenal. I think people should pay attention to that word. And in fact, recognize that, hey, letting go of old environments, old habits, that Mm -hmm. is a part of the investment. I love that, man. And you're right, right. When we find those right people, you know, I was explaining to you like, hey, like, you know, after spending more time with you, I was just like, yeah. Like keeping the circle tighter, right? Keeping the circle tight because protecting the energy is it's critical absolutely critical. So you found yourself as you were making your own personal investment, and as you were growing and you were starting to become the newer version of yourself that you had to, like you said, you spent about a year of kind of cleaning off and trimming up the circle so much so that even (laughs) one of the people that was closest to you, it got to the point where you said like, hey, you know, we're no longer even compatible, right? And so- As you started to rebuild your circle, right? Because I think a lot of people learn, okay, like they learn step one. Step one is, you know, prune, right? Step one is get rid of the toxicity, right? But then a lot of people stay in that and now they're just in total isolation, right? At some point, right, did you start to find like, hey, I've got to intentionally plug back in to certain people? And how did you go about if you did finding those people?
1: Ooh. That's a great question, man. Honestly, it started with me watching a lot of podcasts, and you know, being part of the greatest mentorship that, as we, you and I are both part of, sub two. Sure. I mean, just getting to know Pace was like a huge eye-opening moment in my in my life because I realized, wow, there's actually people out there like Pace Morby. You know, like growing up, you I mean, bro, like going through high school and, you know, friends, you, you get backstabbed and all this stuff. And people always shake your hand in front of your face and go say something negative about you behind your back. And then you find out, you know, and then meeting other people. Like I, it was just perfect how I met Pace, bro. It's like the perfect timing, man, because I was really genuinely like alone on finding the better version of myself. And, you know, my my old friends, you know, they were still friends. Uh, but, you know, back in that lifestyle, they no longer wanted to have, you know, conversations with me because they know I'm in, I'm like, I'm not going to respond like I used to respond back in the day. I'm not going to entertain your conversation. So, it, yeah, of course, I respect that. But, you know, going through that lonely path and, and you know, listening to Andy Forcella, man, that helped. Like you you listen, I don't know if you listen to Andy Frisella, but he's just he's just straightforward. Like he don't hide anything. He would tell you, hey. You're the B word or you're either a killer, right? You're an elite. Like this is only for elite people. And I felt that energy through that podcast. And then, you know, again, meeting Pace Morby at that time, it, I felt like it was just like almost like an open door of just a new world, right? Like, hey, my name is Pace Morby. Here's what's, here's what's else possible in life. And he made he helped me see what's possible in life as far as like the clear version of what's possible out there because people say yeah you can get rich and you can make a lot of money but he just made it seem like it's like yo all you got to do is just take two steps and you're there that's how he made it seem all right so me you know being around him I get to meet other you know better better people like Tanisha she's amazing met Marlon amazing Tyler Luciano like just meeting amazing people back to back where the conversation that you know we all have, we can actually understand each other. So that's when I realized, you know, your surrounding is really important. Really, really important. Man, it's critical, right? Like it's like it's a
0: it's a major part, like it's something that can't be overlooked. Right. Like if nope. we're on this road to success. You absolutely need to be able to have a campfire. I call it the campfire effect, Like right? You got to have a campfire to plug into Yeah. that campfire. Like it's either going to warm you up or it's going to cool you down. Like the people at your campfire should be feeding into the fire, you know? Right. So you started listening to the podcast. You found this mentorship. You found uh, Pace Morby. You found the two community, which is low key, not even low key, high key. It's the best community on planet freaking Earth, like I really have not come across a better community, a w- more well-rounded community, um, as of yet. You know, just truly haven't. And one thing that was interesting is when you found Andy Facella, you found his seventy-five hard program, right? You yes. found what he had put together. And interestingly enough, you you went through the seventy-five hard program. And let's talk about that for a second because you <laughs> gave me some deep inspiration, bro. Like on. Your your first time going through it. I believe it was your first time going through
1: it. Um, yeah.
0: Let's talk about that for a second.
1: Um, well, be, before 75 hard, you know, just to, just to put it out there so people can actually consider this. I started meditating because that's when I was first trying to find the better version of myself. And, you know, I just got on YouTube how to become better, you know, how to become a better version of yourself. And a lot of meditation things come up, you know, monks and all that. But, you know, I was like, I don't know if I want to shave my head and my eyebrows, but I certainly do want to meditate. Um, so I did start meditating, and, you know, that obviously increases your self-awareness. And when I first started 75 Hard, um, Andy has this thing where he says, you got to dominate your bitch voice, right? You you have a bitch voice and you have a boss voice. That's how he separates it. It's kind of like, you know, that you ever seen those cartoons where you have the evil guy and then the, the yep. angel on the other side, right? So that's kind of the feel that i got what he meant so doing 75 hard you always have that voice hey don't worry about the gallon don't drink the gallon you don't have to do it man you you worked hard today like you're fine i'm like what like you know if you had that self-awareness you'd be able to be like oh that's the bitch voice trying to take me down i see good try buddy good try good try so it was so much easier for me to actually um complete 75 hard. And when I first did it, actually, actually my, my barber introduced me to this. He was, I remember I was working at the dealership and he was saying he was doing 75 hard at the time. He was like, yeah, you know, you got to read your book, you know, physical book, no audible, you know? And the first thing I said, Oh yeah, I don't like physical books, man. I like audibles. Like I drive, I don't have time to read books. i work freaking 12, 13 hours a day at the dealership. Like I don't have time to read books. And just looking back at it, it's just so hilarious because all those, all those excuses I was telling him, he was like, you know, at the time he was like, yeah, sure, okay. And he was like, no alcohol, this and this and this and that. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And I didn't think about it, you know, for another few months until I actually got to that rock bottom. You know, when I hit that rock bottom, I'm like, yo, I really got to find the better self, my better self. And when I started 75 hard, I didn't go look it up. I didn't read it. I didn't, you know, I didn't know like about Andy Furcella like that. Um, I just did exactly what my barber told me. He was like, you know, you got to take a picture. You got to no drinking alcohol, gallon a day. Read a physical book. Um, what else was it? Yeah, yeah, no cheat meals and you know two workouts. And The first book I read, I, I picked up two books, right? It was Traction and um, and Rocket Fuel. That, that was the first. i'm serious that was the first two books that i picked up when i started 75 hard and you know i I would take pictures like towards the weekend like i didn't take pictures every day keep in mind like while i'm doing this i don't know the exact rules so i'm i'm doing i'm doing um taking pictures here and there and then um my girl at the time she um she low-key got upset because we drink wine all night long, like every night, like that was her thing. She was British, right? She, she loved all the drinking wine and all that stuff. And she drank a lot of um, alcohol at the time, but she wasn't like an alcoholic or anything. She just, when she drinks, she drinks pretty much. And, you know, she was like, Oh, like, you know, she planned a a trip to Miami. We're going to go to Miami. Like you're going to drink, right? (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm doing 75 hard. I can't drink. And, I can tell she got really, really frustrated at that time. And that's what, that's the, like, I think that was like the first taste where I started feeling like that, that separation, like, wow, I'm no longer that person. She used to know. And uh, I was, I think I was like 40 days in when that happened. So we went to Miami, everyone is drinking, like all her, um, it was like, you know, all her British friends, there was from the UK just visiting. And I was the only guy, like they went clubbing and, you know, they were, everyone had a bottle of drinking, you know, and everyone was like, man, I don't know how you do it. Like, you're just sitting there, like not drinking, like you're not, you know, you're not tempted to do it. You just seem normal. Like, I don't understand why everyone is just getting drunk. And I, honestly, when that person told me that it boosted me up, I'm like, bro, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. And. And I can tell, again, like my, uh, my girl at the time, she was getting really upset about that. And I think it, at the time I thought uh, this, the, the, the day ends at 12, a, 12 a.m. That's what I thought. Actually, it doesn't. And it ends when you go to bed, when you sleep. So we're out and I didn't do my second workout. I, I told her, hey, I, I have to be back home early so I can complete my second workout. And it was like, I think it was like 10 something. I was like, hey, we got to go. Like they were having dinner, they were drinking. I look back at it. It was, it, it, it looked, it must have looked terrible because I literally just got up. I ordered the Uber. I'm like, we got to go. She, she, followed me and she saw that, like how determined I was to like complete this and to execute this. And on the way to the Uber, cause I kid you not, I had a cigar at that place where we're eating, I had a cigar. I used to, I used to smoke a lot of cigars when I, w- I worked at the dealership. Cause I always had suit on GQ, you know, ties, bows and all that stuff. So I would go to, I was, I was, I was, I felt like I was that young guy, but in with an older soul. So every time I go to the cigar, I would, you know, uh, hang out with these older gentlemen, like just relaxing, older talking about life. And I always loved that energy. So I would smoke a lot of cigars, but, I stopped smoking for like a really long time until that day where I'm in Miami. And I guess when I smoked, like my stomach got really, really weird and I threw up like in an Uber, like the Uber had to pull to the side on the way back to the hotel and I threw up. And I kid you not, bro, I got to the hotel, felt so bad. And I just started working out in a shower while I had the, like the shower just running on me. It was cold and I was like, I'm just working out before 12 a.m., doing push ups. Doing all type of like extra exercise outside the restroom. Super dangerous. It was slippery too. Um, But then I got back on the 75th day. Um uh, I finally finished traction and I finished uh, rocket fuel. I was reading both those books at the same time. One in the morning, one in the evening. And i f- picked up 75 hard, like the actual book. And I started reading it. And I guess I was like, I don't know what page I was. Maybe 30, 40. It says, you have to take a picture every single day. You can't read multiple different books. You have to complete one at a time. It was just, I'm like, oh, oh, oh my God. I've been doing this wrong all along. <laughs> On the 75th day, I'm talking about like, I'm like, I'm getting ready to take, you know, take the suit off. Like, I just killed this. I just, you know, no one else could have completed 75 and I did. And um, at that time, I realized, wow, I failed. And literally I was like, well, I'm just going to start tomorrow start over, do it the right way. But, um, I think I tricked my girlfriend at the time cause I didn't want to upset her again. You know, she was, she was just so excited. Oh, he's about to complete it. We're going <laughs> to have some drinks. <laughs> so that didn't happen. So I, were, I told her it was like, Hey, I forgot. There's like an extra week or so. It was an extra 75 days hard. So I completed yeah. 75 days and, um, yeah, man. So, But the, the funny thing is, though, Marlon, the fact that I didn't know the rules, I still got out of it what you were supposed to, which was right. that mental toughness, because I went through, I went through, you know, the, the, around drinks, people that are drinking and dude, like when you're sitting there and you like not drinking to trying to better yourself, you realize like, what are you doing around these people that are just getting drunk and getting and drinking? Like, what are you doing? Like, does this actually benefit you? Like, bro, I was literally just sitting there watching everyone getting drunk and i don't know if you've ever been a sober around drunk people no. but it's pretty annoying bro <laughs> it's really annoying um uh, i, I yeah, know so exactly that's what that's how mean. that went well you yeah, know so it's
0: what's it's really interesting right because two things right actually i wanna highlight two things right where first like you said you're actually around those people right those individuals that are drinking, like, and you're not you know, judging them, but as you're the sober person in the room, as you make up your mind to do something and you see how they're coming at you, like, whoa, how are you doing this? How are you doing that? Man, I can't lie. Like, that's a good feeling. It's a really good feeling when people are coming and they're just like, they're thinking what you're doing is so superhuman because you realize, yeah. wow, so many people lack self-control so many people just do not harness that power within themselves so you doing something as simple as deciding i'm not going to drink or i'm not going to eat this or i'm going to exercise and sticking to your guns and sticking to your decision that in and of itself already separates you and starts to put you among the top you know five percent the top two percent the top one percent is simply this ability and to exercise on and not just know it intellectually a lot of people know it intellectually but to actually do what you know which is phenomenal so it's like i want to like because i've had that feeling too where people walk over and like how are you doing this like it's like bro really like this is this is superhuman to you this is extraordinary wow i'm gonna keep doing this if it gets me this like what an amazing feeling to get from simply taking control of myself and the fact that like you said you actually I appreciated this about you because you also did it while you were here in Arizona, which is when you made up your mind on it's time to go because I have an intention. You didn't look for a co right? You didn't look for somebody <laughs> to co. bro, a lot of people get co-signers for their, like for what they need to do. Like, you know, I was like, if you're like, hey, I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to go. A lot of people, you know, be like, ah, you know, hey, I think I want to get out of here now. You know, I think, mm-hmm. oh, all right. You just want to wait like 10 more minutes. All right, I guess I could wait 10 moments. You're like, no, it's time to go. I've already established <laughs> that, like, this isn't what I'm here for. This, I'm not getting any value from this. Right. And every minute, what I appreciate about you is every minute counts, every moment matters for something. So even as you went through the 75 hard, although you didn't read the official rules, to you, you were following the official rules. To you, you Correct, were right. going through the discipline of doing the inconvenient work right? Not allowing any excuses to interrupt. And for right. that, exactly, you were able to get out of it what you were meant to get out of it, because you were challenging yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Bro, so that's fire, right? So essentially, 75 hard, you know, it, it helped transform you, it taught you these lessons, right? And then it also put a divide, right? Put a deeper divide between you and some of the people that you were
1: previously interacting with right yes yes so i'll be i'll be honest with you bro like doing the whole 75 hard everyone just starts looking at you different bro and you actually start you know recording that message that you know that energy you feel like man am i different like is is it a bad thing like i've always had this question when i was going through 75 hard especially the second time when i realized like well, this is working for me but why why is everyone so distant like what Like, like, am I the wrong person here? And um, it got to a point like, bro, I was still sticking to it. And I actually like, because I had no one to talk to, I actually recorded myself to talk to myself so I can understand like what exactly is going through my mind. And I was, I had to, I I had to express myself recording myself on the phone. Why are you doing this, Alondra? Like, why are you going through this? Like, why are you willing to let go of everyone that you know right now to become your better self like why and i started recording that and man it was just deep conversations with myself and when i got home after that last workout i was happy as heck bro i was just super happy laying in bed and you know my girl at the time was pissed off and i'm just good, okay, whatever like i'm trust me i'm finding the better version of myself and this is working and you know just reading reading like even like Kobe, like you say, man, you have to be selfish to be selfless. And nope. that was me being selfish. I don't want to have fun with you. Like, we don't have to drink to have fun. We can have conversations together and enjoy life together. We can travel. We don't have to get messed up. We don't have to spend money here and there. Like, and unfortunately, you know, I was no longer that person that her and I, like who I was went back then when I met her, I was no longer that person. That person's gone
0: bro yo you you, you're hitting home on some stuff right and like the reason i appreciate this conversation right now alejandro is because there are people going through this right now like they find themselves you know Mm -hmm. in that situation of isolation in the more early stages of transformation and they're Mm -hmm. having those same sort of questions right they're asking themselves and it's uh you know it's you're on the razor's edge Right? And it's easy to fall back onto the same side of the fence that oh, you were on previously. Man. It's very, very easy. And it takes that extra bit of strength. And you know, for most of us, it just takes the I just need to know that this is going to be worth it. Right? Like, <laughs> I just need to know that it's going to be worth it. Cause like I know where I came from. And truth be told, sometimes like it's just like, hey, look, I just I just don't want to go back to the hell I just came from. You know, I don't even know what's Bro. on the other side of this fence. It's simply I just I know it's already over there and I'm just
1: not really trying to go back to that. Bro, get this, bro. I, I It's funny. You say that, that it's so easy to go back to your old self. It is because you've been that person your whole entire life. And this person that you, you got to know for 75 days doesn't have the, the weight over this old person that you've been for the past 20 something years, however old you are now. But Bro, when I did that 75 hard for the second time, that's uh, 100 and what days? I don't even want to do the that's math like here. 150? 150, something like 150 days. No alcohol, bro. Just straight discipline. You start to realize you feel good all the time. You're like, oh, my God, I've never met this person. Who are you? And when I've completed it um, – this is this is when I was like fresh, single, bro, single. And my friend uh, Ricky, you met him. He was like, all right, bro, let's go. Let's go to the club. Let's do. It. <laughs> and that that weekend, it was literally Friday. We went out. Um I couldn't even drink. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even drink half of like alcohol, a cup of alcohol. Back then it was like chugging two cups of alcohol just so I can start to feel the vibe, bro. And then when I went on that weekend, I took a sip. I'm like, oh, oh, this hurts. It hurts. Oh, my God, this hurts. Is this what I used to do? And, man, I was just in a club, and I was just looking around. Everyone's getting drunk, and I started to feel like, what am I doing here? Like, what, what, what actually what, – what did I get from this back then? I don't get it. And at the time, you were having this inner battle – With the older version of yourself and the new version of yourself, the new version is just like, hey, I'm here. I am here now. And then the older version, like, no, he's going to go back to it. He's going to go back to it. Remember, like, the bitch voice and the boss voice. And, bro, after I I came back home, I woke up. I was a little, you know, had a headache off that little drink I had. I'm like, oh, no. I can't go back to my own self. So I I went into phase one immediately. Immediately, (laughs) bro. Because I was, like, I was – it was almost frightening, like frightening to like even think of the older version of yourself. So when I when I came back after that day, um, that night at the club, it was like three p.m. bro, and you know through seventy five hard, I was going to sleep 9, 10, 10 p.m. like that's bedtime, and you know ten p.m. that's when he was leaving to the club, and I was just tired, exhausted, and I started just getting flashback, like flashback of my old self. And I couldn't let it like something like my boss voice. And again, I'm telling you, like, if you're going to do 75 hard practice meditation as well, because that self-awareness is important. Like it's key to achieving that at maximum level, maximum level. So started phase one and man, it just felt normal. I feel like, yo, this is the new me now. This is me. Like I'm over here closing deals. I'm talking to sellers. I'm away from getting drunk. I'm sleeping early. I feel healthy. I feel good. I feel like I'm actually working towards my purpose. And I, like, I don't even think my mom believed a new version of myself, not even her, because I would say something like, you know, like mentally, like next level. And she would be like, what are you talking about? Like, who are you? I'm like, mom, like, I got us. I got us. I, I, I found a new self. I found a new version of myself. And, you know, you can just tell she's like, oh, ah, yeah, okay, yeah. You know, because all these years I've been bullshitting, bro. All these years I've been bullshitting. I've been telling my mom, mom, I'm making money at the dealership. I'm going to buy you a house. And, you know, when you say that for so long and you actually never do, like, I don't blame my mom for, like, not believing what, what I said when I became the better version of myself. So I'm like, I'll show you. Mm. And I'll show you. And it's <laughs> it starting to click with her. Like, even recently, I think, like, the past three months or so, it's like, yo, this is, this is, this is a different son. (laughs) This is different. This guy is serious. Yo, that's, that's
0: powerful right there. Cause like what you just said too, is like a lot of people, they find themselves right. And like, I went through this phase personally where like I was Mm -hmm. trying to tell everybody, tell everybody what I'm going to do, tell everyone. And then it gets to the point where it's like, you know what? Some people you can tell, right? Other people that already get it, you can tell. You can, have I call it vision talk. Right, you can have vision talk with certain people. And it's important to figure out who those people are, right? Go find the mm-hmm. people that you can have vision talk. You talk vision to vision. And then some people, you got to just show them, right? Like they come from a place called show me, right? So you just got to simply yeah, show yeah. them exactly what you're going to do. And that's when they'll start to believe. And that's when they'll start. And also for yourself, right? Like it's, you got to be able to truly believe your own words by showing them, letting your actions speak, not just knowing. The right things but actually letting your actions portray the knowledge and the wisdom that you have that you've gained this new version of you that's coming to life and bro like i mean with you man like i can tell you bro like you're it lives like if you lost the ability to communicate i would still be able to know who you were based on your actions yeah. right, based on the decisions you make and the results you produce
1: exactly and I'll, I'll tell you something funny that happened to me recently that made me realize that I still have a lot more to show for who I am today. Is my mom? Um, you know, she she has a, a boyfriend now, super dope guy. Love the guy, man. Um, I remember I wrote him a Christmas uh, card in Christmas. It was really personal to me. He's I've never seen my mom so happy with someone. And I got him open to owner finance on his house. No joke. We were just having a conversation. and He wanted to sell it on the market. And, you know, I started telling him about, like, what I do and how I do it. And he was like, well, hmm, because at first I got him open to the Morby method because he wanted um, he wanted um, a lump sum up front to go, you know, pay off some of the house that he lives in. Super nice house. And then I was telling him about owner finance. He was trying to avoid capital gains. And he was so impressed, I you know, by, whoa, wait, like, I can avoid paying capital gains if I do owner finance. And, like, hmm. And I got him open to $9,000 down. This is a... $450,000 house he, got, he, got, he was open $9,000 down zero interest uh, I think it was amortized for 30 years with a I think it was like 20 year balloon he, this guy really plans ahead and like crazy enough you know I didn't hear from him the day after and I'm like I don't know what could have happened But did, did, did I close him too soon like what happened and then I, I got a text. He was like, hey, I'm on board, but mama's not on board. I'm like, what? My own mom? is? I have to negotiate with my own mom now? And then I something clicked. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. My mom doesn't know who I am today. She only knows who my old self was. So I completely understand. I swear to you, Marlon, I did not get upset. Not one bit. I did not get upset. I'm like, wow, mom, you know what? I understand. And I had this conversation with her. I'm like, hey, mom, like, I see that you're not on board. She was like, what if you default? Because Marlon, back in the days, I used to ask my mom for money, and I said I would pay her back, and I never paid her back because I was so irresponsible with my finance, Mm -hmm. right? So it was so – it made so much sense to me on why she was like, no, don't do that. Because, you know, she can see where if that older version of my stuff, you know, have to make monthly payments to her boyfriend, I will default. And then it would, it would, uh, it would, uh, it would, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It would screw up, you know, her relationship yeah, potentially, maybe. right? Because yeah, that's, yeah. I'm her son. So it, it clicked to me. I'm like, wow, that makes so much sense. And I realized I have so much more to show my mom, like, you know, of who I am today. And, you know, I got on the phone with her, you know, my mom loves me. My mom loves, like, we have like a, weirdly enough, like a brother and sister conversation. Like, it's just so open. Like, we're friends. Mm-hmm. We're best friends. And I was telling like, hey, mom, you know what? Like, I completely understand. She didn't even have to tell me, like, mom, I understand. Like, she she didn't want to say it on the phone. Like, hey, I told him not to do it because of you. But I can tell, like, mom, I understand. Like, I I completely understand you don't want to, you know, jeopardize your relationship. Like, you know, this is the best relationship you ever had. I've never seen you this happy. And, but I'll tell you this. It is a good deal, the way I negotiated with him. And it will help him the long run and he will get residual income because he he's tired of being a landlord um don't 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 let him miss this opportunity because of me let me actually still help him by you know put him in front of someone that actually has credibility you know in real estate which is pace morby i I sent pace morby this address and she was like, and then she started getting interested. She was like, hmm, so how would this work, right? Okay, well, what if you default? I'm like, that's the best thing that can happen. You know, You know, when you pitch terms, like yep. if you're a closer, you're close. She was like, hmm, okay, okay. And now, you know, he's now he's on the way to getting his LLC, you know, to do the whole owner finance thing. And, you know, it potentially it paced my buy to steal. But I, that was super, like, that was an interesting moment in my life, bro. I realized, like, wow, I really came a long way. See And yo, that right there, that's big. And I'm
0: happy you said that too, because again, like everyone's at different parts of the journey. And like, what I like about you is like, you've evolved along this journey in a pretty, I would say like a fast way, but I wouldn't even say it's all that fast. I would say it's at the natural speed, because you've allowed Mm -hmm. the compound interest of doing Mm -hmm. it day after day after day of being intentional with moment to moment to moment that this is actually what it looks like. It's a slow growth, but then it exponentially speeds up. So getting to this point of now you recognize you're the newer version of yourself. And I think a lot of times people are like, but I've changed and they're mad. They're mad at the rest of the world for not seeing that they've changed. And that shows, Hey, look, you still got some more growth to get through, right? Because Mm -hmm. you can't even recognize and understand that You want the world to see you for who you are now, but what about who you've been showing them that you were for the last 10, 20, 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. That person was just as real as you want this person to be. That person already carries the history, right? You've got to build history now with this new person. That begins today with, you know, essentially making up for the last versions of you mistakes, right? Like that last person came into the house, tore everything up. You can't just walk into the house now and pretend, you didn't make that mess last night. You got to clean the mess up first. <laughs> then, then right? It's like the garden, right? I can't just go and start planting roses today. I, I got to go get rid of the weeds first. I got to go get rid of all the old stuff first. Now yeah. I just start with a fresh lot. Now we can put down some roses. So yeah, I, I love that, bro. So let me check this out. And like, let me know if you got a time in the bro. I enjoy these conversations with you, man. Like, I want people to know more and more about the way your mind thinks, right? And because you're a prime example, like this is what I want people to recognize when they look at you, that mm-hmm. you're, you're the epitome of actually learning this information and then putting it to use, like implementation of the information. Because we always say that information can change situations, but only with implementation, right? Exactly. It's one thing to know it, and it's a whole other animal, it's a whole other beast to actually put exactly. it into practice and to do it for more than just a week, more than just a day, more than just a month, right? To make this so much a part of your lifestyle that you yep. no longer even have to ask the question of how long do I need to do this for? You do it yep. until you no longer ask that question. Cause yep. now it should become, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy yep. waking up early. I enjoy exercising. I enjoy eating healthy. I enjoy having a sober mind that can focus I enjoy mm-hmm. mapping out the goals. I enjoy meditating. So you've gotten to a place now where you enjoy the pursuit of the better version of yourself. Right. Like, oh, my just, God. obsessed! I freaking love that. That word right there. Obsessed. obsessed. You know, and as you grow. Right. I, would want, I want to ask you this. Right. What's one of the more surprising things that you learned about yourself that I guess maybe you weren't anticipating, right? You knew there would be a better version, you know, but has anything like surprised you where you're like, wow, I wasn't even expecting this part of me to be there?
1: Well, man, I'll be honest. That's a great question because I'm still seeing that today. Like when I have conversations with like friends and like, they, you know, they're going through something like internally, mentally, and I provide them with solution like, like this. And then after I tell them that, like looking at their face, they're like, and I'm like, yo, that was good. What I just (laughs) that was was yo. Yo. (laughs) I'm telling you, bro, when I see their reaction and then I go back and I'm like, I'm like, how did I came up with wow? That was good. Like you feel good, right? I'm like, wow. He was like, bro, you're like next level. And I'm not saying that to be braggadocious. I'm saying that because it surprises me on how clear I can solve someone else's problem just like this. Yep. Just like this. Like, come to me with like, I, w- like, I want people to come to me problems. Like, I enjoy it. Like, when my business partner, and one of my business partners, like, he's, he's not as coachable. Like, he's really like, more like in his own zone. Dope guy. Super dope. And when he comes to me like, hey, man, I need your help. I'm like, yes. <laughs> what what do you got for me to solve today what do you got
0: (laughs) i feel you on that it's funny because like that's what happens like that's one of the side effects of working on yourself right like by naturally figuring your own situation out your own things out you naturally become able to like communicate and with other people help figure out their situation because at the core we're all the same bro it's funny you even say that because like literally on the drive home this morning like we're having a conversation is um you know me luciano and devin in the car and like she said something and like the response I gave, Luciana was like, Wait, hold up. And I was like, what? He's like, bro, I just need a wow. He's like, you just just blew my mind. And I was like, oh, hey, I guess it was good. Right. Because
1: Luciana, Luciana did that to me one <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Yo, cause and it's cool because like, it's yeah. like it, sometimes you do catch yourself like, damn, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you're you're plugged in, right? that clarity, it exists. And you start to realize it spreads into everything we do, right? Like that saying of how you do one thing is how you do everything. It does start to spread good habits, just like bad habits, spread into all areas
1: of your life. Oh my God, bro, bro. That was like the hardest thing for me, Um, you know, because I have a roommate, um, you know, him Ricky, like that's my cousin, brother, love him to death. And like when I was going through the phase of just bettering myself, he was still doing a lot of the things that I used to do. So it I would struggle with like being around that. I'm like, oh my God. And then I was like, hey, bro, like you shouldn't do this, like do it different. Like, hey, man, like go work out. Like, hey, man, like and I got and I caught myself just stressing out over someone else's action. And that's what really helped me take take myself to the next level. I'm like, how can I? How can I accept someone for who they are without judging them? Bro, that was the toughest thing, like, I had to go through because you you find yourself here at this better version of yourself and you see everyone else doing the stuff they used to do and you know it's wrong. You know it 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 affects you negatively in the future if you continue being this person. So it's hard to be, like, to watch people you love, like, do those things. I'm like, bro, don't do that, bro. So it's, just like, it got to a point where... I just shut off. I'm like, you know what? i gonna let him do him. I'm going to let him do him. I'm not going to stress myself out. And then eventually, I led by example. This is where everything came different. He was like, man, why are you always happy? Why are you always chill? Why, why, don't, you, why don't you worry about things when they go wrong? And I, was, and I was like, you know what? That's a great question. Let me sit you down. Let's have a conversation. You know, but because in the beginning, when you, when you, when you, bro, I'm, I, t- I think I told you this before, when you, um, when you discover this new power within yourself and what you're capable of, you want to share it naturally. You want to share it with your best friends. I'm like, hey, best friend, like, yo, do this. And then they, they, they start be like, what? Making you sound like you're crazy. You're like, bro, what are you talking about? What do you mean meditate? That's, that's corny. What are you talking about? Sitting by yourself in quiet? <laughs> what? And and then funny enough, he started doing, started meditating. He was like, "Man, I I don't know, I'm having a good day." I'm like, "Yeah, (laughs) no." Uh, But I I, I say all that, I say all that, Marlin, because I'm still battling my old self. Like, I'm I'm not the I'm not the better version of myself. Like, solid, you know, because I still find myself battling my old self. Like, you know, prime example, like. This is funny. And it, it happens like almost every day. I have an elevator to get to my, to my apartment. And then I have the stairs, like right the door ne- like next door. And I always catch myself when I click that button, I hear my boss voice, or oh, you're going to take the elevator, huh? Is that how you feel? You want to be lazy and take a shortcut? I'm like, God dang. So I got to go take the stairs. I'm going to take the stairs to the five, five level, five level on that. And it feels good when you open that door, when you hit that, the, the fifth, you know, floor, By taking the stairs, it feels good. I dominated my bitch voice. You didn't make me take the shortcut today. So I still battle there, you know, every day here and there. I catch myself. But meditation, self-awareness, I'm going to say that all the time. Go meditate.
0: Bro, and I think that's like what people need to understand. It's like even after you achieve a certain level of success, even after you have the victories, yesterday's victories don't count for anything today, right? Like they they really don't. You know, like it's good to have it on the checkerboard. It's good to build that momentum. However, today's struggle subjectively will feel just like yesterday's struggle you still have to make the decision you have to recommit and I think that's something people don't get is like this commitment it's a recommitment daily right you every single day you make a choice to okay I'm going back to work today okay I'm gonna build today I'm gonna work on myself I'm gonna work on my business I'm gonna work on my friends I'm gonna work on saying no to the things that are not serving me in the future, right? I'm going to say no to the instant gratification again today. And I just like, I want to, like, I'm happy that you're saying that I want people to understand that it doesn't go away. Right. You just get better
1: at making that decision. You just get better at choosing. You get strong. Yes. Yes. That self-awareness. You got to build that self-awareness. It does not go away. Your bitch voice is always going to be like, Hey man, don't worry. Don't do that second workout. You worked hard yesterday. Go to bed. Rest your, rest your muscle. Man, I'm telling you, bro, I've, I've I've been, like, all around it, man. I've seen people, man, I'm just tired. I've worked out so hard yesterday. I'm like, okay, so what are you going to do today? Yep. What are you going to do today, man? Yeah, but you got to rest your muscles. All right, cool. Just take a walk. Still so, me a Alejandro, let me,
0: ask, let me ask you this, right? For for somebody that's, like, listening to this now, and they're just like, man, like, like I see what Alejandro is doing. Like, I want to, man, I want to get disciplined. Right? Like I want to get that to that point, right? I want to meditate, right? Like, Mm -hmm. what would you advise for them? Like, where would you tell someone to practically start if they want to see a true change in their life? And I know this is a tough question because every person's an individual, right? You know, Mm -hmm. it's like everyone's got their own unique situation. Everyone's coming from their own standpoint. However, Mm -hmm. would you say, is there, right? If you had to give like a broadcasted universal message, is there something that you think you can say to people like, like, Hey, you know what? Begin the journey here and this should be enough of a catalyst for you to keep the journey going.
1: Mm. Man, that's a really tough question. What's, what the funny thing is, Marlon, every time I'm around like sub two, the family, the sub two family, they they do ask me that same question. How do you get disciplined? And I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, what, are they, what do they see? Like, honestly, like I generally like, I want to understand like what makes people answer that, um, ask me that. And I think, I'm starting to see where it's coming from. Mr. Marlon here, he, he, he talks a lot about me and saying, hey, man, Alvarez this and Alvarez... And people always come back to me. How are you so disciplined? And I'm like, man, honestly, I think you have to hit rock bottom. Mm. I, think you have to, I think you have to find your own rock bottom. And, you know, if you're not disciplined, it's because you're not desperate enough to be disciplined. And I think a lot of that has to do with finding your rock bottom. And um, an individual um, in Arizona, when I was in Arizona, um, I told him this, he was like, man, I hate rock bottom, bro. I hate rock bottom. Please. How do I get disciplined like you? And I'm like, man, you just got to honestly write down the stuff that you don't want to do anymore. The stuff that doesn't benefit you anymore, write it down, look at it, register it and write down the solution next to it. I am overweight solution, eat healthy and work out write it down, look at it, face it. Because if you're just saying it to yourself, like it doesn't mean anything. You've got to write it down. You got to face it. You got to be intentional. Look at it. Man, I am overweight. Solution, work out and um, eat healthy. I'm not closing enough deals. Make more phone calls. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Record that message in your mind and watch the difference? I'm serious, bro. Every time, Every time I write something down, like, I remember it all day. It's so easy to remember. Because you, you, you sometimes you just sit there and you're like, yeah, I want to become a better version of myself. And then you go do the, you know, the old things that you're used to doing, like go play video games, go watch YouTube videos. Like that doesn't benefit you. Scroll through TikTok. And then that message you told yourself, you don't remember it anymore. It's gone. It's buried. It's buried with all these unnecessary things that you're not supposed to be doing. But when you write that stuff down, and you're intentional about it, every day, I'm telling you that message is always going to be ringing in your ear. Always going to be ringing. Hey, man, you say you're going to work out. You say you're going to eat healthier. What are you doing picking up that fried chicken? What are you doing? You say you're going to eat healthier. Again, it goes back to the bitch voice and boss voice and meditation, self-awareness, self-awareness. So I always put it out there. Go meditate, go meditate. I promise you it's going to be super corny. I gave him the upfront contract. It's going to be super corny for like the first month, but after that first and second, like the second month, like mid month and a half, second month, you're going to start feeling something different, like within yourself, like in your body, your body feels different. you feel like the air is fresher. It's, you can breathe. It's more natural and everything you do. It's almost intentional because you, you, you're telling yourself, cause you, something in meditations, what, what they teach you is, being aware of what you what your thoughts are at the moment. So, like, you know, if when I first started meditating, it was like, if you hear a, a, a sound in the background, I want you to acknowledge it. Right? The door opens, accept it, door opens. There's a sound, the door slam your neighbor's door slammed, the door slammed, accept it. And it's just training your mind to have, you know, to build that strength, just like how you go to the gym to get bigger pecs, bigger biceps you're building the muscles in your brain of that self-awareness. Oh yes. I acknowledge, I acknowledge, I acknowledge. So when you eat that fried chicken and you know, you're not supposed to you acknowledge and you start yeah. feeling that guilt, like, Oh, you're right. I'm not supposed to eat this right now. And you don't, and you get better at it, but it's not a, you know, it's not a overnight success. You got to do that for a couple of months, man. You got to be obsessed with becoming your better version, bro. I freaking love that. Like that is a
0: one advice man like especially like for a tough job like because that's honestly like right there it's hard to give any sort of universal advice however Mm -hmm. i can't see people doing this and not getting benefit from it being able to sit down because bro i got like a journal right here where what you just described that's exactly what i did where i wrote out the story of the person that i am who i don't want to be right like i wrote that story out but i laid it all in front of me and then exactly what you said I then took everything, right? Like, hey, Mm -hmm. I procrastinate. I rewrote that. Okay, I now get things done. The moment the thought comes to me, if it's a priority, it gets worked on immediately, right? Rewriting that, rewiring that, and building that awareness to actually face the darkness, to face the inner demon, right? That is crucial because I think a lot of people try to ignore the dark side of their life. And life is both bright. Life is both good and bad, both dark and bright. Mm -hmm. Like, so you've got to be able to face that opposite side and learn how to respond to it, be aware of it, having that deep awareness. So bro, I want to be respectful of your time and check this out. I got, I got some questions I want to ask you here. these like final questions that i like to wrap up the show with number one, number one, right. You know, I'm big into reading, right. Books have helped expand my mind, right. They've just taken me from, you know, down here, up here. Like I appreciate them so much. So I want to know for yourself, if you can name no more than two books, no more than two, that were total paradigm shifts for you, right? You pick these books up, you read them, and you have not gone back to being the same ever since. Your mind just never shrank back to where it used to be.
1: Ooh, just two books. That's two, bro. Well, you you already know one of them for sure. And that's The 5 a.m. Club I it. by Robin Sh- Sharma, right? Is it Sharma? Yeah, yeah. Robin Sharma. And the second one is the, the secret, uh, magic. Um, that's where it explains a lot of, you know, about being grateful, gratitude. Um, and I, I, I didn't read that book, you know, too long ago. That book was actually prior to Christmas, man, that everything just shifted when I started writing down like what I'm grateful for. And I'll show you right here. I have my book, uh, Bro, I Something love that black, black pages.
0: Book. Come on, yeah. now. <laughs> Bro, that's freaking fire, yo. This is why I mean you get along, man. Because like, if I open yeah. up my book right here, dude, you know, I mean, I got we got the
1: goals yeah. inside there. We got the gratitude. Gratitude, man. Because with with gratitude, this is where this is where it's easier to be happy in your certain stage of your life right now because you start realizing how how grateful you are for the little things you have. And that's super important. I got this Buddha thing here in my room. I posted it earlier. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, Marlon, but it was on my Instagram, but it says happiness doesn't depend on what we have, but it does depend on how we feel towards what we have. Mm. Yeah, exactly. What, what we don't have. Sorry. We can, have, we can be happy with little and miserable with much. So meaning, you know, when you're writing down your gratitude, you start sending messages to your, to your soul, to your mind, you know, and not, there's a lot of people that have different beliefs and all that stuff. But you, when you start sending in that message, it starts to mean something to you and you start to register properly where what, what, what am I upset about today? I have my legs, I can see, I can hear, I can eat, I have clothes, I have a house, there's people homeless out there, there's people that have no legs, people that, you know, didn't wake up today, like, what are you mad about, and you start to realize how grateful you are about things, and it makes it so much easier to just be a super happy soul, just having an amazing day, bro, so, you know, write, and actually write it down, because, you know, I've, I've said, hey, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for that. But the magic really gets deep down on how to properly do that. Yeah, so, I
0: like that. I like yo, know, cause there is there's a power to physically picking up pen to write it. Yeah. Like I think people, you know, they sleep on that, right? You know, one of the books i read was Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And Napoleon Hill spoke about this that he said, you need to write down your goals. You need to write down your desires. You need to write down the things you're grateful for. And it's not good enough to just think about it. It's not good enough to just, you know, speak about it and say, like, oh no, I, I already know what I'm grateful for. Right. That there's an actual reason why these books teach us to actually write it down. Mm-hmm. Right. It gets into our nervous system. It gets into the world. It becomes a physical, tangible, right? I can actually see your gratitude there on the paper. It's real. Right. We're yeah. creating, we're making it real. We're making it more real in those moments that we do this. So I, I love
1: those book recommendations, bro. Yep. Gratitude. See what you're grateful for and why I do a little, um, I do this every day with in my morning routines with my team. We go through three things we're grateful for. And w- one of, uh, one of the guys in my team, you can tell, um, that he still don't understand like why we do that thing. Cause he just said, well, you know, today I'm grateful for being alive, my kids and my family and that's it. Right. But when I get into it and other people say, Hey, I'm grateful that, you know, get a chance to text my mother today. Not a lot of people get to say that, you know, not a lot of people have the luxury of seeing their mom the next day. Not a lot of people have, you know, that relationship with their mom. So it gets deep, it gets so deep where it register that memory and that actual feeling within yourself. But when someone says, "Ah, oh, you know, I'm grateful today for being up, you know, my family, it just zooms by. Like, you won't remember that. Make, make it meaningful. You know, so that's what I learned from the magic, um, how to make it meaningful. And that honestly, truly did help with being happy throughout my day. Bro, I, I love it, man. That's amazing advice. So let me ask this, right? This is one of my
0: favorite questions to ask people. And I always ask at the end of every episode. And in fact, you know, my my hopes are to put a book together with everybody's answers one day. Right. And the question goes like this. It asks Alejandro, imagine tomorrow you wake up and as you wake up, you find yourself being a blank slate all over again. You know, you're the same age. Right. But you have no memories. You have no recollection of your past, of your childhood, of traveling, mm-hmm. of the lifestyle that you lived once before of 75 hard of the things you've learned about gratitude, just, I'm talking total, total blank slate. And Mm -hmm. as consciousness comes to you, you begin to have a thought, right? This thought comes to you. And when it comes to you and it arrives, you accept it, you accept it as truth, as facts, as it cannot be broken. It can't be changed. Like it is just this foundation for everything else to come afterwards, right? And there's never a doubt about
1: it. What would you ideally want this first thought to be? Ooh. So I don't remember anything, but I can pick one thing. And it doesn't even have to be a memory that you had. It can be
0: anything. You can pick anything. And this thought essentially will be the foundation of everything else to come.
1: Honestly, I would say how to serve others. How to serve others, um, because you know I feel naturally growing up, and I think how society has made us to believe is you know when you serve someone, you you expect you expect something back from that person. It's not like that. The universe works differently. You have to accept how the universe works. When you help someone, the universe helps you somewhere else. It doesn't have to come from that same person directly. It's coming to you. That's just how this universe works. And that's what I would, you know, I would live off, like, serve others. Go help those in need. Dang. Yo, bro, I love that. And I
0: like exactly how you explained it, you know, the fact that essentially, like, don't look back at the person you just served as the person who's gonna cover the bill right the universe yeah. covers the bill God covers the bill like don't worry yeah. about like the bill's gonna be covered and there'll be a tip like don't don't stress it but if you're looking at that person mm-hmm. to pay it back you know that's a formula for frustration yes
1: Whew, huge frustration oh my god
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this man so. For people that have been listening to this episode and they're like, dang, you this Alejandro cat, like, I like him. Like, he's got good vibes. He's got good energy. Right. And they want to learn more about you. They want to connect with you. You know, how should people go about, you know, essentially interacting with you? Like, should they follow you on social media? Like, where where should people go?
1: Uh, you follow me on Instagram. Um, I'm doing a lot better with my content. I put a lot of thoughts into it. Um, it's, it's really Alvarez. At it's really Alvarez, I-T-S-R-E-A-L-L-Y. Alvarez is A-L-V-A-R-E-Z. Or just shoot me a text, 770-380-9050. It's not a, 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 a computer phone. It's my actual cell phone. Shoot me a text.
0: Dang, yo, y'all just got Alejandro's number. Look, I'm going to I'm gonna put a little disclaimer on that. Like, If you're going to reach out to Alejandro... Like, yo, please make sure that you bring some value because this man, he's a wealth of value. I want to protect his energy, right? If you've got a real estate deal that you need help with, reach out to him. My man is crazy good on the phone. He's crazy good at solving problems. Like reach out, especially if you have a deal in the Dallas area, if you got something going on in Texas, you know, reach out to him and plug in Alejandro. Bro, I appreciate you immensely for making the time today to be on this call to be on this interview man like i'm looking forward to people listening to this
1: episode and just being like blown away as blown away with you as i am bro bro thank you thank you thank you i was looking forward to this sunday i mean the house is empty everything just worked out perfect my roommate says hey man i'm going to houston for the day i'm like oh perfect i'm just gonna shoot <laughs> this in the living room perfect i was I brought i told you i let go of anything I have. Usually on Sundays, I do my whole morning routines, go get my pancakes, ride my bicycle, drink my coffee. But today I woke up with the purpose of being on Marlon's podcast, bro. It's always a pleasure to be with you, to have a conversation with you. And, you know, I look forward to, you know, meeting in person more in the future, bro. We need, we need to travel a lot more often, man. We, we run a virtual business. Let's travel more often, bro. Bro, I'm do absolutely that,
0: man. down, man. Yo, we're still going to do the penthouse thing in Manhattan,
1: bro. Like that. I'm so down. I'm ready. Bro, I
0: just, bro, you, play you guys are ready. that seed, man.
1: Like it's, it's good. No, I'm getting to go. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You just tell me whenever you're ready and I'm ready to go. I was actually looking at penthouses today in New Jersey and New York. Like, no joke. I was actually doing that today at Airbnb. Um, I mean, the prices are outrageous, but I'm ready to go. Let's go, man. I want to really live that experience with great people like yourself, brother.
0: Bro, we're on the same wavelength, man. We're gonna make it happen.
1: And I already know we're
0: gonna have you back on for around two, um, another episode in the future, bro. Yes,
1: sir. Absolutely, man.
0: So Thank y'all, if, so if y'all like this episode, if you appreciated this episode, if you appreciated Alejandro's insight, go show him some love. Go on IG, tag him in this, right? Let him know. I wanna know your biggest takeaway right? From everything we spoke about, from meditation, from coming into this country, from being able to tap into your energy, being able to change your circle, being able to change yourself, being able to transform. Like, I want to know what your biggest takeaway was. And if you start doing 75 hard because of this, yo, tag us. I want to see your journey. I want to see (laughs) every day. Like just tag us at it's It's Alvarez, right? It's really Alvarez. Yep. It's really Alvarez. Yep. Y'all already know Mindset Marlin. So we got the links below.
1: Just go down to the description, click on it, and I'll see y'all for the next episode. Boom.